big hello to all of you who were with me on the Zoom call today. Uh, we just had a time of uh, testimony and sharing on Zoom, and that was a real blessing. I appreciate everyone that participated. Every Sunday we are going to do a live Zoom time, um, and uh, basically what we're going to do is we're just going to spend time just fellowshipping, pressing in, and also getting into the place of prayer. Um, we are at the beginning of a new season in the ministry as we're going back to daily uh, devotions each day. Our focus is to uh, just to edify and build the body of Messiah that we can come together and bring forth encouragement. We are still in the midst of a pandemic. Many nations are going into shutdowns. Uh, we've just come out of a shutdown here in Israel. We've got the UK just about to move uh, from today, moving into a shutdown maybe for the next month or two. And, uh, you know, everything's going crazy <laughs> out there. But, you know, look, we've got to have our minds stayed upon Yehovah. As I shared last night, I talked about, you know, what the Holy Spirit had been speaking to me. Um, and really this series of however long it's going to be, however long the Holy Spirit says it is, it's about one life. Let's make it count for Yeshua. So we're going to be focusing on getting back to the fruits of the Spirit and seeing um, the, the fruits of Yehovah established within our lives and what we do in our service to Yehovah. We have got to move into a new dimension and we're just going to focus on some key words that uh, will really bring encouragement to us in this series because we want to be fruitful. We want to be effective in the presence of Yehovah. I don't want to just go through life and experience the same things this year as what I experienced last year. I want to see supernatural growth. I want to see transformation. I want us to make our lives count in the presence of Yehovah. And I hope that's your prayer too. So in the midst of everything that's going on and the turmoil we have in the world, we've got the U.S. elections um, just getting ready in the next couple of days. So we're going to be praying for the elections and what's happening in the U.S. and just standing in the gap for the nation. Man, talk about turmoil, talk about decisions. You know, what will the world look like after the elections? Because we know how effective America is concerning what goes on in the world. But we also know how effective Yehovah is and that he has a plan. And he does more behind the scenes <laughs> than is done in the open. And, you know, we are we're allowed as believers in Messiah to press in and to come and, and discover the will of Yehovah for the days in which we are living. And, you know, as I was studying today and just looking at what we're going to uh, uh, do and share tonight, it was First Timothy chapter 6. That's what really stood out to me. So I want you to turn in the scriptures there, and we're going to start just in a couple of minutes uh, from First uh, Timothy chapter 6. Um, it's an amazing portion of scripture, and we're just going to spend time in the Word so we can be edified and built up. And I really believe the things that we're going to talk about tonight um, is going to bring transformation. So what's the title? In the sight of God 
who gives life. And that's taken from, what is it, verse 13. Let's just read that verse and then we'll go back and read uh, the chapter here. It says in verse 13, In the sight of Elohim who gives life to everything, and of Yeshua the Messiah, who while uh, testifying before Pontius Pilate made the good confession. And I charge you to keep the command without spot or blame until the appearing of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah, which Elohim will bring about in his own time. Elohim, um, Elohim, the blessed and only ruler, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, who alone is immortal and who lives in unapproachable light, whom no one has seen or can see, to him be the honor and might forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Did all that without my glasses. (laughs) Hey, thank you, Father. Okay, well, look, let's just pray before we start. Father, I want to thank you for this day. I thank you, Father, that we can come around your word. Father, we just we just desire to know you more. We desire to walk in your ways. We pray for the life of the Spirit to be manifest in every single area of our lives. We cancel the assignments of the enemy. We know, Father, you make a way. And more than anything, Father, we come before you, not just for what you can give us, but we come before you as we shared last night in Romans chapter 12 to present our bodies as a living sacrifice holy and pleasing to you we 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 choose to surrender to you we say let your will let your kingdom come let your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven and use us as vessels of change to bring transformation to this generation father we want to commit that we are not going to sit back but we're going to press forward to make a difference for your kingdom so we ask you to give us eyes to see and ears to hear and hearts to understand because we need you we long for you in every aspect of our life thank you father hallelujah <clears throat> all right so we're going to read from first timothy chapter 6 we're going to start in verse 3 if anyone teaches false doctrines and does not agree to sound instruction of Yehovah, um, of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah, and to godly teaching, he is conceited and understands nothing. He has an unhealthy interest in controversies and quarrels about words that result in envy, strife, malicious talk, evil speculations, and constant friction between men of corrupt mind and who have uh, who have been robbed of the truth and who think that godliness is a means to financial gain and what we're seeing in this area in false teaching what we're seeing is that you know what false teachers want to do they want to get you so confused with uh, conspiracies and controversies and 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 creating arguments that we get our focus off of 
the, 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 the truth off of the true word of Yehovah that we can walk in the word. Listen, you can go to the scriptures and you can get the scriptures to say anything you like if you're cutting and pasting the scriptures. But when we're reading in context, we want to discover what the word is saying. So, you know, what we want to do is we want to understand the foundation of the scripture and not be caught up in the arguments and malicious talk and speaking down about others and and coming against this and coming against that but father we we want to be walking in your truth but i love what it says in verse 6 but godliness with contentment is great gain for we brought nothing into the world and we can take nothing out of it but if we have food and clothes uh, clo- uh, clothing, we will be content with that. People who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge men into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. But you, man of Elohim, flee flee from all this and pursue righteousness. Number one, righteousness. Number two, godliness. Number three, faith. Number four, love. Number five, endurance. And number six, gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Fight the good fight of faith. You know, we're going to start breaking down, uh, you know, these uh, important pursuits that we are seeing within this chapter that Paul is sharing with Timothy. In the sight of Elohim who gives life to everything, and of Yeshua the Messiah who testified before Pontius Pilate and he made his good confession. I want to ask the question, what does our confession look like to others? Do we make a good confession of who we are in Messiah? Hallelujah. So the first one we're looking at is in the area of righteousness. And what do we see in the area of righteousness? I've not got these desks set up in a way that I can work properly here. But anyway... Let's see how we can work this through. I want you to go to the book of Psalms, chapter 1. Psalm 1, when we're talking about righteousness, I've written down its ethical conduct. And um, as we go to Psalm 1, it's a scripture that I love. You know, look, I encourage you, if you haven't memorized Psalm, uh, Psalm 1, I encourage you, go and memorize it. Blessed is the man who doesn't walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of mockers, but his delight is on the instructions of Yehovah, and on his instructions he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither, whatever he does prospers. This is a very different message to what we saw in the area of false teachers in First Timothy chapter 6 at that beginning section in verse 3. Because what's the pursuit of false teachers to use... Uh, uh, to use the scriptures to peddle the gospel 
for wealth. But what does it say in Psalm 1? If we are delighting ourselves in Yehovah, if we are walking in, his, in, in the ways of Yehovah, you know, what are we going to witness? We're going to witness the prosperity of God in our lives. But it's not just prosperity and how we uh, uh, accumulate things, but it's prosperity in walking in the wisdom of Yehovah, having the answers uh, that God wants for us. It says in verse 4, But not so the wicked, they're like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor the sinners in the assembly of the righteous. And we're talking about the righteous. And I love this verse, verse 6. This is the key verse. For Yehovah watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. The way of wickedness leads to destruction. The way of wickedness leads to destruction. So we want ethical conduct. We want to be walking in the right way. Righteousness is doing the right thing to others and following the instructions of Elohim. Righteousness wants you to strive to be better. It is, um, sorry, not righteousness. Religion wants you to strive to be better. It is performance-based, but Yeshua taught us to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Not our own righteousness. We are being made righteous before Elohim by grace through faith in Yeshua, the Messiah. So what we're not looking for is to walk in the realm of performance and religion. It's not just about doing good and trying to do what's right and trying to go through all the self-help teaching books to be the better you. No, listen. Pursue, seek first the kingdom of Yehovah and his righteousness and everything else will be added unto you. So I want us to turn to, um, uh, let's go to Romans chapter 3. And we're still going to stay on this message on righteousness and the importance of righteousness. Let's just get into this uh, scripture. I want to read the whole chapter so that we can take it into context and just uh, see how this is leading up. Hallelujah. So let's just read from verse 1. What advantage then is there in being a Jew or what value is there in circumcision? Much in every way. First of all, they have been entrusted with the very words of Elohim. What if some did not have faith? Will their lack of faith nullify Elohim's faithfulness? Not at all. Let Elohim be true and every man a liar, as it is written, so that you may be proved right when you speak and prevail when you judge. Verse 5. But if our righteousness brings out Elohim's righteousness, righteousness, But if our unrighteousness brings out Elohim's righteousness more clearly, what shall we say? That Elohim is unjust in bringing his wrath on us? I'm using human argument. Verse 6. Certainly not. If that were so, how could Elohim judge the world? Someone might argue, if my falsehood enhances Elohim's uh, truthfulness, and so increases his glory, why am I still condemned as a sinner? Why not say, 
as we are being slanderously, slanderously reported as saying, and as some claim that we say, let us do evil that good may result. Their condemnation is deserved. What shall we conclude then? Are we any better? Not at all. We have already made the charge that Jews and those of the nations alike are all under sin. As it is written, there is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands, no one who seeks Elohim. All have turned away and have together become worthless. We've got to move from worthless to priceless. Hallelujah. There is no one who does good, not even one. Their throats are open graves. Their tongues practice deceit. The poison of vipers is on their lips. Their mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Ruin and misery mark mark their ways. And the way of peace they do not know. There is no fear of Elohim before their eyes. Now we know that whatever the uh, the law says it says to those who are under the law so that every mouth uh, may be silenced and the whole world held accountable to Elohim all right are we back it looks like we lost sound <laughs> all right well thanks for let me know Lola that we lost sound I don't know how long we lost uh, sound. <laughs> Okay, right. Um, I was reading in Second Peter chapter one verse eight. It says, "The more we grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in your knowledge of of our Lord Yeshua, the Messiah." So you know, godliness and holiness. We are we are asking, Father, we want to grow in you. We want to press in in you. We want to be productive. I was sharing. I don't know if you had sound or not sound, and I'll just share it again. I meet so many people. They say, Kenny, I just feel so useless. You know, how could God use me? I feel so useless. I don't know what to do with my life. And, you know, this is why I want you to take time to meditate on First Timothy chapter 6 and, and go through this portion of Scripture. But you, man of Elohim, flee from all of this and pursue righteousness, godliness, press in press through. Why? Because we will see the victory of Yehovah. We will become productive and useful in the presence of a mighty God. In the book of Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6, I've written down the scripture here. It says, And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Yeshua the Messiah. So where are you at right now concerning the gifts that the Father has given you? Where are you at right now concerning, uh, you know, emotionally uh, how how you are uh, putting the pieces together of life, of your identity, your purpose? Do you know who you are in Messiah? You know, taking time to fast and pray and get in the presence of Yehovah to discover the true you of who you are called to be. I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work has the Father began a work in your life. If that is true, he will be faithful to complete it. He will bring you through 
to the completion of the work of the Spirit. Turn with me in the book of Romans. Let me just get a marker in here one second. Romans chapter 6. I hope you've been encouraged with the word as we're just laying a foundation like we did last night. You know, we want to see fruitfulness. We want to get back to fruit. So in Romans chapter 6, let's just look at what verse we're going to hear. Okay. In Romans chapter 6, verse 22, But now that you have been set free from sin, you have become slaves to Elohim. The benefit you reap leads to holiness, godliness, and the result is eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of Elohim is eternal life in Messiah Yeshua our Lord. Hallelujah. But we've been set free from sin. Don't get stuck in the past and the failures of the things that you have been through. And yes, there is consequences to our sin. We want to maintain our good character and how we live our life and how we walk. And I I just encourage you uh, to walk with an eternal perspective. What will happen to your day-to-day as we serve God, if we have an eternal perspective, we will see transformation. So we've dealt with righteousness, we've dealt with godliness um, from uh, 1 Timothy chapter um, 6. And now what we're looking at is we're looking at faith, okay? So I want us to turn again to the book of Romans. And we're just going to share a few scriptures on faith uh, to encourage us. And just to get the word before us, because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Okay, so let's just go to, what verse are we going to? Verse 14. It says, How then how then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how... Um, And how can they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. But not all the Israelites accepted the good news. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our message? Consequently, faith comes by hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word of Messiah. I just want to pause there a second. Faith comes by hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word of Messiah. You know, this is why it is so important that we invest our time to get the word of Yehovah in our uh, spirit. We've got to get to the place where we are well-versed within the scriptures, that we are pressing in to the scriptures so that we are seeing the word of Yehovah come alive. It's not just the word of God that's written on the pages. You know, you read the book of um, Acts and we see the testimony since Yeshua uh, resurrected from the dead. We see the testimony of the early believers and how they walked. Well, listen, let me tell you something. The book of Acts is not finished You and I are walking in the chapters of the book of Acts. 
because we are walking in the principles and in the the, the life of the spirits and, and with the blessings. You know, stay in Jerusalem. Wait until you receive power from on high. Don't just take the words and the knowledge and your understanding and just run out there. No, wait till you receive the Holy Spirit, your counselor and teacher. He will be the one who will guide you. He will lead you into all truth. Hallelujah. So what's important with what uh, we are seeing here, we're seeing, but um, where is it? Let me just find the scripture. Consequently, faith, verse 17, consequently, faith comes from hearing the message. We need to be preaching the gospel to this generation. And as we shared on the Zoom call today, we talked about, you know, how frightening it is when we communicate at the, you know, for the first time. Sometimes it's nerve-wracking to speak and to share, but we are compelled to speak because of what? Because of the transformation that's taken place within our lives. And I just want to encourage you, you know, rehearse over what God has done for you. Look what Yehovah has done for you and and be encouraged in what God has done for you and share the message. How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. We want to be those who are walking in the good news of Yehovah. Hallelujah. Right, let's go back and uh, see where we're at in our list. Um, So we've seen righteousness, godliness, faith. The next one we're looking at is love. And of course, we can't look at love unless we're going to the book of 1 Corinthians. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Let's just turn there. Thank you, Father. Father, establish in us your word, your truth, but your ways. That's what we ask for, that we will be a reflection of your glory. Hallelujah. We want to be able to stand in the presence of a mighty God and see the victory of who he is. So we're going to read from verse 4. What does it say in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4? Love is patient. Love is kind. It doesn't envy. It doesn't boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. So we see this marriage between love and truth. You know, do you love the truth? Do you love the, you know, Yeshua? He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. But do you love the scriptures? Is it a joy to wake up in the morning? I can't wait. You know, when I go to bed at night, I can't wait to get up and to be found in the presence of a mighty God. You know, sometimes I wake up and I'm, I hear like a clap, like who is clapping? And it's this excitement. Wow, hallelujah. Yep, it's morning. Come on, get up. And, you know, it's like a, an angel is standing there saying, come on, get up. You know, get into the presence of God. There's so much that God wants to say to you that he wants to share with you. And what a delight it is to get up and press in to the scriptures in the morning and to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, knowing that everything else will be added unto us. Um, Love, it always protects, verse 7, it always trusts. That's an interesting statement. 
love always trusts. Well, we live in a world where, you know, what do we say? You know, trust has to be earned. You know, I'm not I'm not going to take your word for it. I'm not going to trust you until I see the evidence and the fruit of who you are. I've got to see these things, you know. So what is it saying here? Love doesn't delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects. It always trusts. It always hopes. It always perseveres. Now that's interesting that that would be written in uh, a portion talking about love. You know, what are we seeing? We are seeing the characteristics of a mighty God because God is love. So God is patient. God is kind. He doesn't envy. He isn't boastful. He's not proud. He's not rude. (laughs) Self-seeking. This is about us. Easily angered. Keeps no record of wrong. Love doesn't delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. We have got to get to the place where we are celebrating the truth. You know, just like you're you're going to a birthday party or or a, a celebration in someone's life. We want to be those who celebrate the truth. It always protects, um, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Verse 8. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when perfection comes, the imperfect disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child, I fought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put childish ways behind me. Now we see but a poor reflection in a mirror, Then we shall see face to face. Hallelujah. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Hallelujah. Man, if there's there's anything to get excited about tonight, it is about that, the love of God being established in our life. Father, we thank you. We thank you that everything else will pass away, but the three key things that will remain, faith, hope, and love. So as you go back to 1 Timothy chapter 6, what do we see? Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of eternal life. Do you have an eternal perspective? Are you willing to fight on this journey to make a difference for Yehovah? Come on. We've got to pay the price and press through to see the victory in in Yeshua. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. So we press forward um, and we just want to see uh, the ways of God established. So what do we see after love? We see endurance. Okay, let's look at endurance. And the the scripture I chose, a couple of scriptures on this, in the book of Hebrews chapter 10. Let's turn to the book of Hebrews chapter 10. Okay. Okay. 
And in verse 35, it says, So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere, verse 36, so that when you have done the will of Elohim, you will receive what he has promised. For in just a little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. But my righteous one will live by faith. And if he shrinks back, I will not be pleased with him. But we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who believe and are saved. Hallelujah. We have made a commitment. Father, we we receive deliverance, salvation. I don't want to walk in the ways of the world. I want to walk in the ways of the Spirit. So why is it so many believers accept Yeshua, but they put them in their backpacks and their rucksacks, as we say in Scotland, and, you know, I'm just going to take Jesus with me wherever I go. And, and that's not what he's saying. You know, we are born of the Spirit. We have committed our life to a mighty God. We are making a choice to what? Persevere. Another word for endurance. To endure. To press forward. So that when you have done the will of Elohim. And that's what it's all about. When you've done the will of Elohim, you will receive what he has promised. One of the scriptures that really uh, spoke to me the other day and the reason why it's time to get back to daily devotion time is found in Job chapter 14 verse 5. It says, A man's days are numbered. You know the number of his months. He cannot live longer than the time you have allotted or the time you have set. Think about that scripture for a second. Don't worry about your life. Why? Because God has a set time for every single one of us. And I want to ask you the question, are you in pursuit where you will persevere no matter what it costs, no matter what it takes, so that you can do the will of Elohim? And then what are we going to do? We are going to receive what has been promised. We will receive the blessings from Yehovah. We are not of those who shrink back. What happens to those who shrink back? They are destroyed. Listen, if you are under the sound of my voice right now, maybe you're watching by podcast or on social media right now, uh, by video, I just want to encourage you. If we shrink back, we walk in the paths of destruction. And, you know, as long as you have breath, as as long as you are alive, you can choose to turn your face like a flint unto Elohim to pursue his ways. Thank you, Father. The other scripture I looked at here is in the book of Philippians, chapter uh, 4. Let's just uh, turn to there. Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4, and it's verse, well, you know, let's just go from verse 4, actually. Philippians chapter 4, Uh, Verse 4, the scripture that I really want us to pull on is verse 13. I can do everything through him who gives me strength. But, you know, before we get to the strength of Yehovah in the midst of circumstances, in the midst of the challenges of life, we've got to get to the place where the shalom of Yehovah is established within our life. And that's what we see in verse 4. Rejoice. In Yehovah always. And I'll say it again, rejoice. Now, how easy is it to rejoice? (laughs) 
In the midst of all the things you go through, can you rejoice? Can you praise? You know, these are conversations I have with people on an ongoing basis. You know, can you find the place of rejoicing in the midst of everything that you are going through? Rejoice in Yahovah always. And I say again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. Yahovah is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests before Elohim. And the peace of Elohim, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Messiah Yeshua. Don't be anxious about anything. But in everything, not in some things, but in everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request before Yehovah. How many of us truly are in the place of pursuit on our knees in prayer? Do we really pray the way we need to be praying? And I want to encourage you, let's get to that place. And, and you know, look, I face times... Uh, on a daily basis, there's many times where I have to come aside and just get into the presence of Yahovah over the things that we are facing, the challenges that we are facing. And say, Father, I'm just coming before you. I know you are faithful. I am not going to be anxious about what is before me because I want to uh, be in pursuit of the calling over my life, the purpose that you have placed within me. I don't want to see dilution over the purpose that I have been born for because I want to reflect your glory and I want to do your will. So don't be anxious. Recognize that God is near. He is near. Someone needs to hear that right now. You need that word. It, you know, through all the things we've, we've just uh, been speaking on, the scriptures we've been going through, the word for you today is that Elohim is near you. He is near you. He is listening to every single word you're saying. Come on. Come into his presence. Receive from him. Verse 8 of uh, Philippians chapter 4. Finally, brothers, whatever is true... Whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellence or praiseworthy, think about these things. You know, so what are we seeing in this portion of Scripture? You know, stop, uh, you know, meditating on all the negative stuff and all the difficult stuff and, and, and start lifting up before the Father what's noble, what's right, what's pure, what's lovely, what's admirable, um, excellence. You know, what You know what can you give praise for in the midst of your battle? What can you give praise for no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're facing? You don't have to be anxious. You don't have to be in the place of fear. We break the spirit of fear right now in Yeshua's name. You know, you can have the feeling of fear. You can have, you know, you can sense fear rising up. The question is, are you going to take that big deep breath? And I am not going to submit to a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. And as we make that decision, as we step out of our comfort zone, as we press forward and, and saying, I'm not going to be anxious, I'm going to press forward 
I'm going to see what it truly means to walk in endurance and perseverance in the presence of God. It is time for the victory. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me, that's what Paul says, or seen in me, put it into practice and the Elohim of peace will be with you. We are called to be a good example to others so that people can see the life of God manifesting within our lives and, and, and receive the hope and say, I, I can walk in the ways that uh, this person is walking because they are following the scripture. They're following the ways of Yehovah. They're walking in the spirit of Yehovah. These things are very important. So let's be those who are walking in endurance. Okay, let's go to Romans chapter 15. Hallelujah. Thank you for your word. So what are we doing? We are getting back to the fruit. We want to see what it truly means to experience the fruits of the Spirit, the blessings of Yehovah. The Father expects us to be fruitful. He expects us to be blessed. I don't want to look like I looked last year. Come on. Are you with me? Are you on the same page with me? Is that where we're going to be? We're going to get to that place to break through and see the glory of Yehovah manifest within our lives. Okay, Romans chapter 15, uh, verse 5. May the Elohim who gives endurance and encouragement. Listen, he will give you endurance. Every day I get up in the morning, most days, and I get my sneakers on. And uh, my shorts and T-shirt, you know, with my mask on my arm, of course, you know, not on my face. And I go out and I run. Why? I am pressing forward. I'm saying, body, you get in shape. Body, <laughs> you get moving. I expect to be fit. I'm pressing forward. I, I'm, I'm asking the Father to give me the ability to have endurance and strength to be able to live and walk in my calling. Verse 5, may Elohim, the Elohim who gives endurance and encouragement, give you a spirit of unity. The Father wants us to walk together in Yeshua the Messiah. And this is what should connect us. This is what should build us together, is that we come together and we unify in Messiah. Hallelujah. And that's what we see, that he gives us uh, the spirit of unity among yourselves as you follow Yeshua the Messiah, so that with one heart and mouth you may glorify Elohim and Father of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah. Accept one another then, just as uh, Messiah accepted you, in order to bring praise to Elohim. Accept one another to bring praise before a mighty God. We've got to work together. Come on. It's not just about you being in your little corner doing your thing. We are called to work together. So we see here that God is the one who gives endurance. He gives encouragement. And, you know, we want to have the same attitude of mind towards each other. That's what we want. Father, I don't just want to receive the blessings from you, but I want to know what it is to walk with my fellow man. And, you know, look, I don't know how you feel in this, but this walk can sometimes be very lonely 
because you can find people who say they believe in Yeshua, or I believe in Yeshua, I believe in Jesus, but you look at some of their belief systems and structure that is contrary to the Scripture, and what have you got to do? You've got to step back. And, you know, I can't walk in that way. I've got to step back so that I can walk in the fullness of Yehovah. So the last uh, section we see in 1 Timothy chapter 6, um, the last one we've seen righteousness, godliness, holiness, faith, love, endurance, and now we see gentleness. Hallelujah. So let's go to the book of Colossians chapter 3. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with this word as we just share uh, these scriptures. Colossians chapter 3. And, you know, look, I, I challenge you as we start this new daily devotion time. I challenge you. Do you spend one hour in the scriptures with no noise? Just you, your Bible, and the Holy Spirit. You know, yes, learn from teachers. Yes, learn read books it's so important don't be a little island but you know take uh, time aside to spend a, a minimum of an hour sometimes i spend three four hours uh, just with my bible in the presence of god it is so vitally important okay coming back to uh, uh Colossians, Colossians chapter 3, verse 12, we're talking about gentleness. Hallelujah. Therefore, as Elohim's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other uh, and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as Yehovah forgave you. You know, I don't know if you noticed, but last night we went through all different lists on the gifts of the Spirit. Tonight, what are we doing? There's so many places within the Scriptures where we see helpful lists that can bring transformation within our life. And what are these statements doing? These points, righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, gentleness. What are they doing? They're equipping you so that you can fight the good fight of the faith. That's what they're doing. And that's our focus, is that we will get to the place where we will fight the good fight of the faith. And um, let's go to the book of Philippians. Uh, just back a few pages, uh, chapter 4. Um, and we're going to go to the beginning of the chapter. Well, of course we did. Um, let's have a look. We read from verse 4 uh, just uh, a minute ago do, 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 when we're talking about endurance. But I want to read from verse 5. And it says, Let your gentleness be evident to all. Yehovah is near. And like I said, when I, when I spoke that scripture just a few moments back, I really sensed it was a powerful word for someone, that someone needs to know that God is near. You don't have to... Uh, make decisions in the temporal, the decisions that are permanent in the temporal because of the things that you're going through because you feel like you're all alone. You are not alone. 
God is with you. He is here. And what we are seeing in the the portions of the scripture that we've gone through today, what we're seeing is the importance. It's not just about walking in the gifts and the fruitfulness of the Spirit, but it's about connecting ourselves to others and saying, I'm here for you. I want to be here from you. How can I pray for you? How can I stand with you so that we can see the victory of God manifest within not just my life, but within our lives as the body of Messiah. Because we're the body of Messiah, the Ecclesia. We are part of the assembly of Yehovah. I hope this has been an encouraging word as we've just gone through this section in uh, 1 Timothy chapter 6. And like I said, you know, we don't want to get caught up in what people are teaching and how to refute uh, what people are teaching with false teachings and the attitudes of the heart and uh, you know uh, look there's so much nonsense out there how do we get to the place where we are in pursuit of godliness we're in pursuit of holiness father here i am send me use me fill me up equip me that's our prayer so that we can fight the good fight of faith I want to take hold of everything that the Father has for me. Do you also want to take hold of what he has for you? This is the hour for us to see the victory in Messiah. This is a great day. Rejoice in in Yehovah. And again, I say rejoice. Hallelujah. Well, look, that's what I want to share tonight. Like I said, our focus is one life. Let's make it count. And let's be encouraged. Let's be encouraged to rise up early to be in the presence of God. Let's in this season get to the place where the testimonies are going to flow in such a powerful way because of what God is doing within your life. And then how is that going to make a difference corporately as we share testimonies? Every Sunday we're going to do Zoom calls where we can come and share testimonies. What is God teaching us in this week? What's happening in our lives? What testimonies are we witnessing? And, you know, in the body ministry, I believe it's going to supercharge us to be even more fruitful. You know, one will send a thousand to flight to ten thousand. Hallelujah. That's not normal mathematics, but that's supernatural increase. That's blessing. So recognize that the pursuit in the presence of God is not a waste of time. So what are you going to do? Pursue him in his presence or pursue wealth? Because that's what false teachers are all about. They're just seeking ways on how they can accumulate finances and have financial gain. When what we should be doing is seeking to gain the wisdom of the Spirit to be a vessel that is usable by a mighty God to bring his kingdom to this generation. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Father, we want to thank you for this word today. We thank you, Father, for uh, the message in, in Timothy. Father, we want to walk in holiness. We want to walk in godliness. We ask, Father, that... Um, that righteousness will be established within our lives. Godliness, holiness will be present within our lives, that we will be those who operate in the gift of faith. Father, we will not doubt, just like um, you said before, Gideon, if you have fear, leave. But you want a people of faith, that we will understand your love and walk in your love, 
that we will treat each other in the way that we should treat each other and the way that you would treat us. That we will have endurance that even when we don't feel like it, we'll still press through. Even when we feel like I can't take it anymore, we're still going to endure. Endure to the end. Come on, don't give up. You're on the brink of a miracle. And Father, we recognize the importance of endurance and we ask that our stamina spiritually and physically will be supernaturally transformed at this time. And help us, Father, to walk in the gentleness of a mighty God. Hallelujah. So we thank you for your word. We thank you for everyone who is joining with us. Father, we just love you. We just say we love you. We worship you and we give you glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I hope you've been blessed and encouraged. It's great uh, to share with you tonight from Israel. And uh, just to get in the scriptures, it has been awesome. Just remember that our days are numbered. The Father gave us a set time before we were even born. Let's not be frustrated about the way we live. But let's, let's get into a place where we see supernatural transformation going forward. Some of you might feel like your wheels are just spinning. And, you know, this time of us coming together is going to give traction. To, you know, you're going to start seeing the wisdom that God has given you being manifested and being used to make a difference in the lives of others. Uh, you know, I used to have that uh, poster on my wall when I was a kid. You know, don't keep faith in a jar. And it had a picture of a jar with faith in it. You know, take the lid off the jar of faith. Get the knife in there and spread faith around. And this is how we produce fruit. By taking the very key things that God has blessed us with. And using them for the purpose of his kingdom. Hallelujah. All right, praise the name of Yeshua. All right, we've got Sonia Clark in the UK. Good to see you, Sonia. Thanks for joining with us. Just going to do a few shout-outs if there's anyone that I've missed. We've got Christine Landis. Good to see you. In Pennsylvania, we've got Jeff with us again. Hallelujah. We've got Tony with us again. Blessings, brother. I'm keeping you in prayer through everything that you're going through. We've got Dixie in North Carolina. Good to see you. Hallelujah. We've got Anne in PA. Hi, Anne. Welcome. Good to see you. Thanks for joining with us. Um, who else have we got? I'm just scrolling back. Uh, I actually had the whole feed crash, and that's what must have killed uh, the sound. Um, so I'm not seeing all of the feeds going all the way back. But this time, just take a moment. Give us thumbs up right now if you're watching on social media. If you're watching on YouTube, I want to encourage you to make sure that you uh, uh, subscribe to the channel and also press the little bell so that you get alerts when we go live. If you're on Facebook, I think you automatically get alerts when we, when we go live. But um, we've got Keith there in, in Liverpool. Good to see you, Keith. Blessings to you, brother. We've got Mary as well with us. I'm just seeing a few other feeds coming up there. So thanks for joining with us. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. And each and every day, we're just going to press in to make a difference for the king. So come on, raise up your expectation and let's get ready for what God has in store. Thanks for watching. Until tomorrow, Yehovah bless. Hallelujah.